0: Hey, welcome to the Rave podcast I'm the founder and host, Lamont Hall, aka The God Seeker Rave is a platform developed to address issues surrounding church, Christianity, and godly living We are in a society that provides many alternatives to the word of God Our hope is that Rave will provide the necessary essentials to help believers rightly divide the word of truth We will be transparent in our discussions so that our listeners are encouraged, uplifted, and enlightened We will use God's word as the foundation of our discussions and to support all matters discussed here. So thanks for tuning in and remember, rejoice, adorate, venerate, and exalt the true and living God. Many blessings. Hey, welcome to the Rave Podcast. This is your host, Lamont Hall, a.k.a the God seeker I want to thank you all for tuning in once again we truly appreciate your time appreciate you just joining us we understand that it it can be um, a little cumbersome every now and then trying to catch a good podcast whatever so we definitely don't want to waste your time we have a great topic today spin off on a different topic we had a couple weeks ago it's called fed up we often get fed up in this walk get fed up with life get fed up with a lot of different things so um, it's just a good Good topic, and I think we'll really get a lot of information out of this. We got a wonderful guest today, Elder Rodney Henderson is with us. Um, awesome man of God. Um, it's gonna really bless our hearts. Um, Elder Henderson, you got anything for us, man?
1: I'm just glad to be a part, man.
0: Okay. We're definitely glad to have you, man. Definitely glad to have you. So uh Rodney, man, uh, when we when we discuss fed up, when you hear the word fed up, and we've heard this a lot. Growing up, your mama say, I'm fed up with this. What's the first thing that come to mind? Change. Okay.
1: First thing comes to mind is change. When you uh, you think about being fed up, you're tired of something, you mm-hmm. won't change. Okay. So uh for me it would be change. Okay,
0: great, great. Change. And change is definitely something that a lot of us see. It's a new year, and so Quite naturally, most of us made some New Year's resolutions, and that's all about change, right? And basically, we're fed up with something else, so we're going to try something a little different. We'll try something a little different. So, the question I have for you today, the first question is, uh, what are some reasons or some causes individuals get fed up?
1: Some reasons or causes a person gets fed up. Mm -hmm. I guess just the vicissitudes of life. You know, just... Just life itself, sometimes you just get will uh, long change.
0: Okay.
1: You, you want it to go in a different direction, you know, just just a simple life. Okay.
0: Okay. And that's evident and in, um, in a lot of areas of our life, isn't it? You know, we get, when kids, the Bible even talks about that. You know, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. When I became an adult, I did away with childish things, you know. So the Bible even discusses the change aspect of that. And um, and it's important that we understand that. So, in for a person that's coming to Christ, or a person that's considering coming to Christ, young person, or a person that's in Christ and and maybe doing things that he or she feel really aren't okay, but they don't really know how to make that change. What would you suggest for those people?
1: Well, the Bible said, "Be he transformed by the renewing of the mind." I okay. mean, that's a change. Okay, change of a mindset.
0: Okay, and so what? What are some things you would you would probably uh, would encourage a person to do as far as to renew their mind? How to get close to God? Because all this this walk is about a relationship, you know. So, how, what would you uh, tell somebody that was won that renewed mind?
1: First of all, you got to spend time with God. The most important thing is spending time with the Lord. If you spend time with God, you cannot spend not spend time with God and not bring about a change. Mm-hmm. And just just being in his presence bring about a change. Yeah. Being in the truth. Okay. You know because he is the spirit of truth. Mm-hmm. The truth will bring a change.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You exactly right. And so for for young people that that deal with a lot of issues because today is a little different than it was maybe when we were coming up. So you got somebody that's saying, "Well, hey, look man, you know, maybe I want to try this God thing." But, you know, I'm kind of tired of living like I'm living. or I'm kind of tired of hearing the same old, same old. And, and what's the most, what's probably the easiest way for a person like that to really get a hope or a grasp on what what God is doing or where God is trying to go? I
1: think you gave a prelude to the answer when uh, the title of this uh, podcast, Fed Up.
0: Fed up.
1: Yeah. When, when a person gets fed up, you know, they, they, they look for change. And, and a lot of times, you know, when they get fed up and looking for that change, there's also as a little sense of uh, desperation.
0: Exactly. exactly. And I'm glad yeah. you said that. Because in desperation, a couple things can happen, right? So either a person can be encouraged to come to Christ or a person can be encouraged to go further into, say, the world or things that they're dealing with. So we have to make sure that we... As Christians, give them some real solid uh, foundation, some solid teaching, some solid, you know, advice about their walk, and uh, and oftentimes it, it's difficult because people don't always want to hear the truth, but they also don't want to feel like they don't know what they're talking about, you know. So, how do you encourage, say, a young person that's at that
1: place? Well let me say this people oftentimes when they come to the Lord, they, uh, you know, we all have our same, our own faith, Mm -hmm. but until your faith is developed, you always borrow someone else's. Mm -hmm. You you borrow your moms, whoever the dominant, uh, personality in your life. Mm -hmm. That's who faith you borrow. Okay. So when you find a young person is, um, Want to find encouragement? I guess that's what you're looking for—encouragement.
0: Yeah, well, encouragement, uh, advice,
1: advice, and, and and oftentimes, you know, it got to be the right advice. Exactly. You know, you don't want to make God a—he's uh, just a healer, mm-hmm. uh, What the old folk used to say. He's a lawyer in the hoof wounds. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so, oh yeah, oh yeah. So oh, yeah. Uh, things like that. Uh, you God is a powerful being. Hmm. And no one person can have all the experience of God. Mm. So I think a lot of times your your your, your upbringing, your situations, a lot of times to me that's what helps introduce you to the God of the world, the God I mean, the, the true and living God. Okay. Sometimes it circumstances lead you to God. Okay. That's
0: great. There's a story in the Bible, and uh, we, we recite it, we talk about it a lot. It's the story of Jabez. And, and that's a pretty powerful story because uh, the story basically tells the story itself. You know, he was born in sorrow, and his name was Jabez because he was born in sorrow. But at some point, and, and I, I believe we both can agree on this, he was fed up with something, right? If you read the the scripture, um, just a small synopsis of it, it says, uh, the name Jabez is Hebrew for distress or pain. His mother stated, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez was labeled by sorrow at birth, but his prayer against contracting sorrow nullified the label. Um, His label contradicted his name. And so a lot of us we get fed up with situations, and sometimes we get tired. We're like, look, I'm tired of being like this. Another example would be uh, be Jacob when he wrestled with the angel. You know, that was another uh, place where somebody was fed up. Even the lepers, they were fed up. You know, so there's there are places in the Bible where people just finally got fed up, the woman with the issue of blood. You get fed up, and that, that sense of desperation comes upon us. And so we act upon it, and, and hopefully— you know, as young Christians, as older Christians, that we would act in a way that's uh, gonna draw us closer to Christ. But what are some things that sometimes get in the way of that, Rod? I
1: think some of the things get in the way when a person is set up, illusions, okay, delusions, okay, uh, and, and and what I mean by that, people tell you, say you things, uh, uh, tell you things. It's really, there's no truth to it. They can't validate. Mm-hmm. And so you, so you believe in this fantasy, you believe in this, 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 this fairy tale It's just an illusion. Okay. And when you fed up or when you're ready to change the things that a person said have no substance, has mm-hmm. no value. You try it, mm-hmm. but, but it don't soothe. Mm-hmm. Okay. You try it, it don't bring peace. Okay. A lot of things. You, you try drugs. You, you try alcohol. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't bring peace.
0: Yeah,
1: it's not the solution. Okay. So and God is the solution, that's but it. if you if you show them the the real God, be authentic mm-hmm. when you're in your presentation and your walk with God. I think a person can sense that.
0: Okay. Okay. That's that's great. Um. So is being fed up always uh, a bad thing? You know, cause some people no. Say- no,
1: I don't think being fed up is, is, is a bad thing at all. Okay. Because uh <clears throat> to me when, uh to be fed up is me I'm ready to change. Of course we you know we've been saying that all night, but uh also uh being fed up it, it it's also can be like a um, a diving board. Okay. It can help launch you into something greater. Because okay. you you get tired of the, uh, uh, the mundane, mm-hmm. the, the simple things. Exactly. Person he'll be, be fed up on his job. Okay. And because he's fed up on that job, now he go to school, now he's pursu- pursuing a career.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: You know, uh, man can be fed up, uh, you know, we're going to keep it 100. Man can be fed up running the streets.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Then he go get him a wife. Yep. So sometimes, you know, fed up can be uh, a, a wonderful thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And so <clears throat> for somebody that that's at that place where they, they're looking for something different, and we, we talked about, <clears throat> about the one with the issue of blood the last episode we did with this. And if you look at the nature of what she was dealing with, she was really considered, you know, in a sense, defiled in that situation and going into a place where people were. You know, according to that custom, she wasn't supposed to be amongst people during that time. And she had been dealing with this issue for a long time. So what do you think are some things that, that may have driven her to that place?
1: You're absolutely right, because the custom at the time being on a cycle, she's supposed to be not around people. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> you find us sometimes in a cycle. Mm-hmm. That alienates us from people. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you got to press towards that. I mean, uh, uh, get out of that mindset that I'm unworthy, mm-hmm. I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. But like the Bible also said, that you know she took all that she had and she went to the physicians. Mm-hmm. They couldn't cure her. Mm-hmm. So uh, this particular lady, and uh, I think that she was just tired of being isolated. Yeah. You know, isolation uh, is a lonely place. That mm-hmm. you're not you. You, you have people just say, like in your childhood, you used to be able to connect with. I think you uh, she remembered mm-hmm. of having fellowship. She yeah. remembered having a wonderful time, yeah, being with people. But now people may look down on you because of her situation. Wow. Beautiful. And I think she was just fed up with being lonely.
0: Wow. Okay, that's great. And that's a great segue into this. So we got a father that has two sons. And the younger son asks the father for everything that belonged to him. And so we know the story. He, the father gives it to him and he goes off into this far country. And you were talking about tired of being alone and finally being fed up. So there are many of us that transition like this we are uh, we will take the good stuff that we have and we'll take it and we'll go out and we may slander it a little bit we may go out there and uh put it out there and and lose a lot of it and sometimes that that guilt that that negative um idea how people see us comes upon us and for a person that that wants to become, that wants to get close to Christ, that wants to know God, that want to be accepted by peers and not be looked upon. How do you encourage those people?
1: Repeat the question. Yeah.
0: So for people that, that may have taken like this product son, may have taken some things from people going out and, and maybe wasted a lot of stuff. And that guilt comes on them and they, finally get to a place where they don't have anywhere else to go. They they they're fed up. But they're being fed up doesn't drive them as as much as the fact that I've messed up. I've done all this. How are people going to forgive me? How am I going to be looked at the same? Uh people going to talk about me. How do you encourage somebody how to to get over that type of stuff? First of all,
1: what is it, in uh Luke 14? that Luke 14. 14 or
0: 15?
1: okay Uh, I think that uh, uh, first of all you need to look at the fact that uh, he suffered loss Mm -hmm. the main thing him losing his inheritance Mm -hmm. more than awareness okay that I could have done better than this because he thought about the servants in his father's house Mm -hmm. that uh a good foundation mm-hmm. and sometimes when you fed up it makes you look in a rearview mirror okay you know you know those saying people say you know hindsight is 20-20 exactly when I look back over my life mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, the scripture even said uh, uh, grace is mercy, mercy has followed me all the days of my life mm-hmm. following is me and I'm looking back
0: yeah
1: it's not in front of me I'm looking back mm-hmm. so I think oftentimes when you're dealing with young people, young people don't have the, the enough time behind them
0: mm-hmm. to look back. And in and, and today's society, they, they, they're too busy looking forward. Mm-hmm.
1: So and to get into their head and to get them to see their situation different, mm-hmm. like I said, you, you, the, the perspective, the mindset, uh, let me say this, the packaging mm-hmm. and the presentation.
0: Has to be also okay. So, the packaging and the presentation, um, and and you're right, there are a lot of young people they they don't they're looking they're so busy looking forward, and and that's a good thing in a lot of ways because we have to understand that they're the future of the church, right? We always talk about the future of the next generation, the future leaders, well, they are future leaders, and so some of them hadn't experienced the loss, maybe the, uh, the criticism some have in different ways. And, and like you said, uh, they have to, um, be able to understand that. And we have to be able to help, help them grow in, in that way by maybe even changing some of the presentations that we bring about to help them along the way.
1: Let me just say this. We, uh, in a society that would spend more time when they see a talented child or kid step out on the field step on a court and we would try to mentor groom, shape, mold that gift mm-hmm. but when it comes down to the things of God we see that gift how many people going to be the coach for them Exactly. To help shape, mold, and, and 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 put them in a platform where they can shine. Let mm-hmm. me say it like this: uh, most of my experience to be green or, or 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 mentor properly, mm-hmm. it comes from the the the, the marketplace. Mm-hmm. It don't come from the synagogue. Yeah. Oftentimes if you're not out there on the field or uh, uh, with other uh, with people that have the influence in the community that cheers your name, that shout your name. name. When you come into the church, ain't nobody cheering and shout your name, but God knows your name. Yeah. So we don't we don't know to take them up on our wing. We don't know how to take them and see the gift up in them. As the scripture said, train that child up in the way he should go. We can just bring them to, tur- to church. yeah. But what if a guy really got a powerful gift, a powerful ministry? In him? How do you take that and shape and mold that?
0: Exactly. And that's what we have to remember as, as Christians. And because we're trying to make sure we give the young people something to hold on to that solid foundation as we spoke about earlier and understanding and having that relationship I truly believe that and you hit the nail on the head soon when they when we can get that relationship with God, we can get close to God and and not so much as how how much scripture you know and all this, but being able to get close to God and letting God speak to you and lead and direct us, then those moments of when we're fed up with situations or fed up with life, even, we can go back and fall back to his word and, and understand that this is just um. This is just part of the process.
1: I didn't mean to interrupt you. Let me me just say this. The scripture says that they that come to God must first believe that he is. Mm -hmm. And that he is of the water of those that get to seek him. Now here's the the thing of this. First, come to God. How do you get them to come to God? He said them that come to God must first believe that he is. Most people, they believe. Uh, you know, are put, putting a lot of emphasis on young people, but now you, 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 you have the Muslim Brothers. You have this, uh, what they call the uh, the the new Israelites, or whatever you want to call them. Uh, you have these other religions now, that's pulling for them, mm-hmm. and they showing them something different. They are showing them manhood. You got, you have. More Muslim brothers that go to church at the mosque. But when you come to the Christian church, you have more women. And most of the brothers that used to that's in the mosque used to be Christians. But they're trying to show them that this is what it's like to be a man. We got the example, we got to show them the example of a real man that's happy and fulfilled and loves God. Yeah, I think that's how you lead them. Okay. When, when your child can come to you and see that you're a servant of the Lord, you really mm-hmm. enjoying God, mm-hmm. you're happy being a Christian, and you can impart those ways, those principles in her,
0: yeah,
1: or in him. Mm-hmm. And it and let me say this: we we say mentors a lot, but how many models do we have? How many Christian models do we have? That said, I love God, and God has been blessing me. I think that's one of the biggest
0: things that you see in young people because we don't show Christianity as attractive. Okay, all right, all right. And so the last thing I want to leave leave you with this, Rod, is a. Uh, and in doing that, he brought up a good point: being able to um, to lead him and show a real model of a Christian, quote unquote, man for men uh, and, and women, but. To get a, a to help or encourage a young man or a young woman through their times of of distress, because they'll come to you, they'll ask, "Well, man, I'm 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 considering doing this, I'm considering doing that." And like I said, a lot of times, some people, and I hate to say it, even some people maybe in the church prey on people like that because they feel like it's an opportune time to maybe invoke their beliefs or their ways, but how do we as, as a Christian people, as, as men and women of God, as lovers of the Lord, how do we encourage or help these young young men and women when they're at that place? Not overbearing them with certain religious ways or traditions, but how do we encourage them to, to just see God out? What what would be your advice on that?
1: Oh I was to drop my phone. Uh, simple. Scripture said. One plant, another waters, but it is God that gives the increase. You can be the guy that plant the seed, but the mindset, from my standpoint, most Christians that plant the seed also want to be the one that water, also want to be the one that do the harvesting. <laughs> they don't. You get what I'm saying? Oh yeah. You know, uh, uh, well, I invested in this child, and you feel like when he. Uh, see him matures
0: mm-hmm.
1: ego get in the way okay that's my protege okay that's that, uh, I've been mentoring him mm-hmm. he need to be with me okay but scripture say you planted the seed but I may come along in water mm-hmm. okay. but he may not stay with either of us exactly
0: exactly well man I truly 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 appreciate you today uh Old Henderson um, definitely thank you for your time um, and I truly appreciate your support uh, once again we truly appreciate all of you for joining in and remember um, <clears throat> let us rejoice adorate venerate and exalt the true and living God many blessings we would like to thank you again for tuning into the Rave Podcast truly appreciate your time pray that something was said on the uh, discussion that would encourage you to seek out God for yourself uh, get a greater understanding of who he is and and who he is in your life we pray that we would always continue to be transparent real and raw but never forgetting the foundational truths of God his word and who he has called us to be and remember uh, rejoice adorate venerate and exalt the true and living God many blessings